Broadcasting from Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. Here we go. go. Hey everyone, I'm Brandon. Welcome to On Air with Brandon J. And I'm joined by a personal friend of mine, a special guest today. You've seen him on numerous national syndicated programs such as Good Morning America, such as E!, such as Access Hollywood, and even Good Day uh, LA. And his name is Mr. Robert Mack. Robert, how are you today, man? Oh, I'm fantastic, my friend. How are you? I'm good. It's been a long time. I think the last time I saw you was was a few years ago, and I've kept up with what's going on with you. And I think it's amazing to see, you know, the the space that we're in as a society in the U.S. as a country, for example, and to see that you're still out there pushing motivation and inspiration. And that's why I had to have you on as a special guest today. So, oh, man, nothing but love for you, brother. Nothing but love. Likewise, get this thing rolling, right? Tell us about how you grew up. What, what has instilled this foundation of harmony, of peace, of tranquility, of love? Mostly the opposite of that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think we sometimes have to experience what we're not to remember who we truly are. So I grew up extraordinarily self-loathing, self-hating. I was really stressed out and anxious, extraordinarily insecure and shy. I was voted most shy in my high school class. I was a perfectionist. Nothing seemed to be ever good enough, at least not for me. And I always thought I'd grow out of that. You know, you think, well, you grow out of that sort of stress and anxiety and depression. But I didn't, at least not right away. I became more depressed and got to a place where I was deeply suicidal. Um, wow. Research and even decided I was going to slash my wrist. I wanted to kill myself. And uh, I decided I was going to just use a kitchen knife. So I went in the oh, kitchen one day, got a knife and put it in my wrist. But I had the most inexplicable experience, man, like without anything, my external circumstances changing. I mean, I had a pretty good life. It was just on the inside. I was just so unhappy and so depressed. Without any of that outside stuff changing, I just felt this indescribable peace and love and joy wash over me. Um, so it was really surprising. So I put off suicide for like 10 or 15 minutes at that point and uh, started doing a different kind of research. And uh, that 10 or 15 minutes has led now to, I mean, it's been decades and decades later and my life has uh, changed so much. Man, you know, you know, what's interesting is you say that that led you away from that. It's because of your purpose, man. You, you know, it's crazy because no matter what we try to do and steer away from the real purpose while we're here, it always comes back and like slaps us in the face. And it's like, what were we doing? What were we thinking, you know, at that specific point in time? I just love that so much, man. And you're absolutely right. The whole time that I was experiencing like all this misery and sadness and frustration, I was at the same time really begging for and hoping for a like my purpose. I was trying to figure out what that was. And it was hidden the entire time right under my nose, right within all this pain. You know, I became a happiness coach mostly because I was so unhappy, but I couldn't see that at the time at all. You know, we can only sort of live, um, you know, we can only live one moment at a time, but the dots are so easy to connect when you look back. 
You you know what's funny is like you were voted most shy in your high school class, but you've been seen around the world by millions of people. You talk about shy. Take that, everybody in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's wild, man. I was actually reminiscing with a client or two this week about that. You know, I said, you know, I was most shy and I was really painfully shy. My dad would joke and say, son, you're afraid of your own shadow, you know, and I was, I was afraid of my own shadow pretty much. And I remember at a certain point in time, I just got so sick and tired of being so shy and awkward that I put myself on this like socialization training program where I just, I created myself. Every week I would try to raise the bar higher in terms of things that I would force myself to do in order to be more social. So I'd be a lot more socially, you know, uh, comfortable and confident. And it was so uncomfortable, but it worked in the end. Dude, that's awesome. Now, now let's talk about it, man. Like you're also a celebrity coach. So one of the questions I had for you, like out of all the celebrities you've met and interviewed, because people ask me the same question, who has been the most difficult personality that you've encountered? Oh man, that's a great question. <laughs> really? You know, I, I have to be honest, maybe it's because I haven't met quite enough celebrities yet, um, but I haven't met anyone that I either didn't learn a ton from or that I didn't connect with in some way. I mean, and I don't say that because I'm just trying to be a nice guy. Like that's right. honest to goodness truth. Now that doesn't mean that everyone was as friendly as I thought they would be or should be. Um, but I was, I've consistently been surprised by how friendly and open uh, folks have been when I've met them. I'd say that, I, I will say that generally speaking, the most entitled celebrities tend to be the least known ones, <laughs> you know. Um, Isn't it funny? Like they have nothing going on, but the egos are just through the freaking roof, man. It's like, yeah. and I'm like, dude, what are you doing actually? Like, like, are you Tom Cruise? Are you doing the, are you making, are you getting those offers like Johnny Depp? I mean, speaking to that, what do you think about that $300 million offer that Disney made to Johnny Depp? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, it's incredible how much, $300 million. Can you imagine what you would do or could do with $300 million? I mean, it's good for him. You know, good for him, $300 million. I would be the- doing what Byron Allen's doing. I would have bought up the Weather Channel and other television. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about someone who's made a mark for himself. Byron Allen has done. So, I mean, it's incredible, famous. his story. You know, Absolutely. and I was going to talk to you. Uh, this is leading into my next question, right? Who has inspired you uh, in terms of men that are self-made entrepreneurs, like who would you say has influenced you in some of the decisions in business that you've made? It's mm, a good question. You know, I would say that most of the inspiration in my life has not come from entrepreneurs, surprisingly enough. I mean, I started my private practice and my coaching business out of a felt need to be happy personally. It was really I- never a professional endeavor and it just developed into that over time. Um, and I would never really say that I'm the best business mind in the world, particularly when it comes to coaching. I just, I've done very untraditional things. I've not done things I probably should be doing from a textbook, um, sort of business textbook perspective. And yet it's worked out for me in really surprising ways. Um, you know, that aside, I would say I sort of really love what Jay-Z has done. I mean, it's pretty incredible. You think a guy from the Marcy Projects, right, who was able to string some words together and of course, a lot more than that. I mean, look at what he's look. Speaking of Jay, right, and, and Sean Carter, right. Speaking of Sean <laughs> Carter, that's his real legal yep. name, government name, right. Look at what he's done with Beyonce. 
And let's take it a step further. Let's get what he's done with Rihanna. And I would even contribute some of the success Kanye's had because of that collaboration, because of that, because Jay-Z has a brilliant mind. A lot of people don't know this. Jay-Z is a brilliant businessman. And he has been for, for quite some time. It just, you know, all of the, the stars align properly with meeting folks, you know, the, the Russian oligarch that he, that he did the deal with the Brooklyn Nets. And of course, Dame Dash and, and Rockefeller and Russell Simmons. I mean, it's just amazing. I, you could tell I'm involved in the culture. Uh, I was going to say, yo, you, you, you are the culture right now, man. I mean, that's, that's it, man. I'm the culture. I'm representing. I appreciate that so much. And you're absolutely right about that. You know, it's yeah. always impressed me in that way. And the one thing about him, too, is he continues to evolve. You know, yeah. like he doesn't have a problem with admitting that he was wrong and that he has things to learn. And he's trying and continues to learn from some of the wisest um, both business folks out there and spiritual folks, too. So I'm inspired by that, by people that continue to learn, um, you know, in ways that allows them to grow, not just professionally, but also personally. And speaking of moguls, right, let's talk about Diddy. So Diddy's yeah. on the BET Awards and he's like. It's love. It's all love. And I was like, yeah. I was like, what did Rob think about that statement that Diddy made at the BET Awards recently? Uh, you know, I didn't even catch it, man. I only caught clips of it. So you have to yeah. give me the update. Like I just and I'm not sure I got the full context. What exactly did happen there? I mean, he was it, it was it was like he was co-hosting it and he and he was changing the narrative of what's happened with Will and and Chris and everything to talk about love and we should come together as one because of what's happening in in the world society with Russia and the Ukraine and it was just something that was just like is this really coming from Diddy yeah yeah you know I have I, I will say I have seen his stories um you know now and then on Instagram or on TikTok and he has been uh setting an intention it seems to spread more love, which I'm, oh, all, yeah. I'm all for. I'm all, all, all for anybody who's spreading love. And I also hear you, which is that, you know, it's important to make sure um, that, you know, you read the audience and that it's authentic. And, um, you know, who knows? I would, I'm going to assume positive intent that it was authentic, but you're right about that, man. I think that's, um, it's, an, it's important that you read the room. That's it. That's it. And, and, you know, I saw you post something. I think this was on Instagram a few weeks back and you're like, love is love. You have to love yourself first before you can love someone else. And yeah. I think that's so true because so many, so many of us out there in so many different times, I mean, I know I can relate. I know you can relate based on what you've shared with your testimony. And thank you for sharing that. You know, there's been times where we don't love who we are. Like, I'm not satisfied with maybe the decisions that I've made. Um, but the ultimate thing is, and, you know, and not to get too spiritual or, or push religion on anybody, but no matter what we do, God still loves us. Absolutely. I mean, like, and you just, that love it. never goes away. It's unconditional, but it's so difficult. Isn't it crazy? Yes, How it difficult is. difficult it is for us to love one another unconditionally. You, you just nailed it. I mean, and that um, is the benefit I'd argue uh, of prayer, of meditation. Yes. It's really the same practice expressed through different words and different means. But the idea is, can we be unconditionally loving towards ourselves or towards another? Right. And it takes practice. It takes practice. And also to your point, you know, it, unconditional means unconditional. So it means, and you can only really experience or express unconditional love if certain conditions aren't to your liking. 
That's you, the way you gotta forgive your enemies for what they do to you. Like, like that is so difficult, Rob. Like, how am I supposed to go up to somebody and say, yo, I know you stabbed me in the back, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I forgive you. Yeah. Well, I think it's partly remembering that, you know, sometimes you can be too drunk to know you're drunk. You can be too ignorant yeah. to know you're ignorant. You can be too unconscious to know you're unconscious. So I sometimes think about those things as a person who's still sleepwalking through life or they're unconscious, they're ignorant, and they can't help but do what they did based on the experiences they had, the programming conditioning they've had and the things they believe, right? So when I remember that, that ultimately all of us has this little child inside that might be feeling traumatized, that might be feeling unhealed or unloved. And we do things from this very primitive place of trying to get this small child inside loved, then it's a lot easier to sort of see through the seeming sort of faults and failures and foibles of other people and ourselves and see to the very core and essence of who a person is. I mean, most people, even when they do really horrible things, actually believe and think that they're doing something good for the world or for each other. And so that's important to remember is that so much of this is just ignorance um, masquerading as evil. There's so much ignorance out there. And, you know, the ignorance of these individuals that are that are hurting, right, and may have had the same feeling that you had, but you just didn't act on it. And thank God you didn't, because look at where you are today. It's not where you're at, it's where you're going. And that's what I always have to remind myself of. But just seeing what's happened with these innocent children in Uvalde, Texas, and in Highland Park recently on the 4th of July. And it's so sad because these people had a future, they had a purpose, and now their loved ones will not get to see them live it out or walk it out, I should say. Absolutely. You know, and that's why um, it's so important to do the work within yourself, right? Like, you know, yeah. I'm here. Um, I love to help the world and I'm all about helping the world and I want to see the world healed. And I also am very crystal clear. It starts with me. It's like, if I've got a little bit of frustration in me or a little bit of anger in me or a little bit of sadness in me or a little bit of revenge in me, like I need to like solve for that and not solve for it just because I think I'm being a good person by doing so, but solve for it from a very selfish place where it's like, I just want to feel good, man. I just want to enjoy a peaceful, happy life. And I know that if I'm peaceful and happy, then the world is much more peaceful and happy as a result of that. Um, but yeah, we all have, um, I suppose, a little healing to do. Um, and we can all love ourselves and each other more deeply. You, you know, I wanted to share something. So I recently conducted an interview with a nonprofit, Brothers in Healing, and they actually help those that are, that are coping with PTSD and first responders, especially because they're former uh, law enforcement that have formed this organization. And I learned, Rob, check this out that the number one cause of death for first responders is suicide. I had no idea. It's wild, right? It's wild. I had no, I was like, we're, we're, we're relying on these people to help save us. Like if, if this person has a heart attack or if this fire goes off, these people are the ones that risk their lives. But yet the number one cause of death is suicide. Yeah, it's ironic. And it has to do with mental health, like you, you were just talking about. I mean, everything is about our, our psychological mentality of, of life and our existence. Absolutely. And we're not taught any of this. We're really not, you know, no. very rare cases, a child might get lucky and be taught something about mindfulness, hopefully something about prayer, meditation, something about regulating emotion or cognitive agility. But at the end of the day, you're absolutely right. There's nothing more important to be taught or to learn as a child and as an adult. And there's probably nothing we learn less about than mental health, right? You're so right, man. 
Yeah. Rob, I want to ask you something. If if I if someone Googles you at home right now, yeah. What is a fun fact that nobody can find on Google about Rob Mack? Oh man, that's a great question. So many things, so many things, man. I would say um one is um I've only released two books, but I've written another nine. So they're just sitting ready to be published. So that's that. I just love writing. Dude, um, how do you how do you balance all this? I mean, that, that's 11 books. Like, well, <laughs> I know it's kind of weird, right? Because I never imagined myself uh, an author or writer, really. But what happens is, you know, you go about your day and you get these insights of these downloads that, you know, aren't really your voice, you know, not your human Absolutely. voice. So I just started putting them like tracking them, just like put them in a little folder somewhere. So I one day look back after years and I was like, oh, my gosh. There's books and books and books in here. So that's one thing. The other thing is I want to be a professional basketball player. I mean, man, I love that. Who didn't want to be a professional basketball player? Right? <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank you. I just couldn't grow. I didn't grow past six feet. So I was like, I, <laughs> I don't think that's going to work out for me today. <laughs> uh, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, but that was a huge thing for me. Um, gosh, so many things. I mean, I don't think I didn't have a girlfriend prior to I was 20, maybe 21, something like, something like that. I was so shy. Um, I've moved, gosh, there was a period in my life I was moving uh, at least three or four times a year, uh, partly because oh, I couldn't afford where I was living. <laughs> or, <laughs> I couldn't get work there. Um, but yeah, so many things, man. Good times. If someone wants to connect with you, Rob, if they're, if they're seeking advice on any of the topics that we've spoken about today on the interview, where can they go? You can go to my website at coachrobmackmack.com. You can also find me on most social media platforms, including probably most consistently Instagram at Rob Mac official. Um, and of course you can find my books everywhere. Great books are sold, including Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, all the places. Rob, last question for you. I'm gonna let you run. When are we going to see and, and get to hear and read these nine unpublished <laughs> books? Oh man. So hopefully ASAP, brother. I appreciate that. Right. Um, Love from the inside out just came out. Um, last month. So it's available. The other nine, I'm hoping to ramp up at least one or two of them, at least one more this year, and then probably two or three each year um, going forward. But the way I am, I kind of want to just spit them all out right away, <laughs> right away and move <laughs> on. Um, but thanks for asking. Rob Mack, thank you so much for being a special guest today on the show. Congrats on everything, man. It's, it's great to see uh, how you're evolving and and making things happen even in these challenging uh in this challenging economy that we're in right now so it's it's I, great to see that you're doing well my friend i appreciate it i take notes from you and uh that's a part of it taking notes from me there. man i don't have i don't have <laughs> books i don't know you got that silky smooth voice all that wisdom man and you always you go man love so thank you so much i, I, appreciate, I appreciate you rob mack right here on on air with brandon J. am brandon we'll see you next time goodbye for now you know what it is it's sure truly bt the gospel spirit you put the dot faith at the end you got me the bad boy of gospel and here's my for your consideration dove nominated single live in me right here you're in the mix on air with brandon j yes sir yeah Screaming out, yeah, just live in it. Just turn your master key and live in it daily. Give me a clean heart, just live in it. Please never ever forsake me, just live in it daily. Screaming out, yeah, just live in it. 
For forgiveness cause of him Living in me daily No more penalty, yeah, just live in me Please never ever forsake me Just live in me daily New creation, yeah, all new creation Living my life in freedom, my life in freedom Yeah, my life in freedom No more condemnation Renewing my mind every day He calls it consciousness Stirring the pot, the chef is cooking Just let him finish it Now I'm a different man Glowing because of the inner man I got out the bone water, walking in I'm doing a new thing, he promised me Everything's golden I gave him control and yeah, right. losing is over. Cause heaven's my home now. Yeah, just live in it. Just turn your master key and live in it daily. Give me a clean heart. Just live in it. Please never ever forsake me. Just live in it daily. Screaming out, yeah, just live in it. For forgiveness cause of him, living in me daily No more penalty, yeah, just live in me Please never ever forsake me, just live in me daily A house in the sky, oh a house in the sky I know what I claim it, it's mine, oh yes it's mine Oh I claim it, it's mine, my mansion's my pie in the sky Golden street leading up to the king of kings The street is my walking it out like I'm moonwalking in the heavenlies The heavenlies Walking in newness now, yes a new life, yippee hooray yeah. You wanna walk it out, in this new life, call on his name Everything's golden, I get him controlling Losing is over, cause heaven's my home now Screaming out, yeah, just live in it Just turn your master key and live in it daily Give me a clean heart, just live in it Please never ever forsake me, just live in me daily Screaming out, yeah, just live in me For forgiveness cause of him, living in me daily No more penalty, yeah, just live in me Please never ever forsake me, just live yeah. in the daylight. Hey, you got them dwelling on the inside, cause they no telling what they sell the night. Fit the buy, should have been a felon, should have been died. On my way, they hellin' from my sentiments, but they never felt like I'm a yellow hallelujah to the most high. Ain't no lie from the dark side, none of the light shine bright through the pipeline. Never will I pipe down, go hard, finna go far. Turn the vision, don't track like a go kart. Good God, he cleaning my heart. I got the fake, no race, that's the key to the start. He giving grace, don't waste, making heat up the art. Busting shots like rape when the spirit gets sparked. Healing on the tip, ammunition is sharp. That's the word of God, yeah, true love on the Dark, sold out and I'm living good, never a drought Don't mean I never go through it, 67 my doubt Eat the head in my house, demon dead in the mouth I keep the bread in my heart, keep the bread in my mouth Keep me fed in the physical and spiritual style It's detrimental to your soul, you ain't seeking them out Whom I'm speaking about, the only reason I shout He paid the penalty for sending me to even the bout Got the chance to advance on the heavenly route Live in me, Lord Jesus, take a seat on the couch yeah. Screaming out, yeah, just live in me For forgiveness cause of him Living in me daily No more penalty, yeah, just live in me Please never ever forsake me, just live in me daily Thank you for tuning in to On Air with Brandon J. Follow on Instagram at I am Brandon J.